0: I think I'm going to a Halloween party on uh, over the weekend. Oh wow. Funny. Yeah. Work with work people or Uh yeah, with some coworkers and stuff. They, it's That's funny cuz like uh somebody's like, you got to find a costume and I I was like man, how am I going to find a costume? Uh, cuz
2: there's no Amazon?
0: No, there's no Amazon. Oh shit. <laughs> um But I do live next to like a mall kind of thing. But I I
2: do live next to a spirit Halloween.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim and Dwight Creed, call Annie and Kelly. If your business paper needs or oh, done to the myth, then the people purchase paper people, done to the myth. Then the people purchase paper people, done to the myth. Then the people purchase paper,
2: the the paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of the office by fans of the office. I'm your host and office crush, Sean Roney.
0: And I'm Edwin Janes. And hey, guess what? I moved my computer so I can't see Michael's head. It's working. I think I can have a career as a very specific type of decorator.
2: (laughs) And with us is always our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Hey,
1: you looking for me? Oh, yeah, we were. We were just going to say hi, so hey. (laughs) No, you weren't. (laughs) No, we weren't.
0: You wanted to have sex in my office? Nope. Definitely yeah. not. That's oh, it's, it's, it's cool. Just try um, to put everything back where you found it. Uh, text me when you're finished. Um, I'll be out of here. Hey, you don't have to.
1: <laughs> that was so embarrassing.
2: I'm going to die. Yeah, that was really rough.
0: <laughs>
2: Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week, a very special episode. We will be talking about Jim and Pam finally what number episode is this boys we've been we've been who knows anymore we've been i don't
1: know we're i think we're 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 sneaking up on like 180 jeez so we want to say we're finally getting to jim and pam uh
2: (laughs) the romance of the office um uh, and uh, that's pretty much it for today. We're going to stay focused on on the main yeah, topic. Thanks for listening, uh, join
1: us on Patreon. <laughs> uh,
2: no, stay but stay safe. See you next week. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Edwin, why are we talking about Jim and Pam this week?
1: Boy, we're a little rusty, guys. Whew. Well, with took a little, took a week off. And
0: us here we not are. releasing an episode on the main feed last week. We wanted to dig into a bigger topic and. Jim and Pam, to use a Michael analogy is like a instead of addressing it in an earlier episode of the show, we broke it was like Michael with the Brownie where he parcels it out over the course of the day um, mm-hmm. so we've talked about Jim and Pam many different times in many different contexts, uh, but we haven't done one episode that tackles the entire the relationship, but we all know that jim and Pam's relationship, their will their won't they uh dynamic is one of the signature elements of the show it's one of the great romances in t v history it's The defining romance in The Office, uh, although a very close second is Moe's and the Scarecrow at Dwight's wedding. Um, So we're going to focus on just Jim and Pam today. I think we're going to go look at the entire series. I think it's worth mentioning that with so many moments across so many episodes, naturally we're going to miss a few, but I think we're just going to talk about the overall shape of their relationship within the show, and I'm very excited to get into it with you guys. So actually I'll throw it back to you guys. When you think of Jim and Pam in The Office – what, what comes
2: to mind first? I mean, for me, it, it, it's it, the beginning of their relationship comes to mind first. Those early seasons where it actually is a will they won't they story, because it's funny how everyone talks about Jim is they, they their relationship is often defined as will they won't they. But it's only a third of the television series or, or less that, that that actually is going on because um, they're together for most of the show. But um, that feeling of watching those early seasons and, you know, it's kind of the element of suspense of the show that keeps you watching uh, the cliffhangers of uh, of their relationship at at the end of some episodes. And we'll get into those. Um, But that's that feeling of of hoping it, you know, that they wind up together, I think, is where what I think of first.
1: I imagine there's even a, a, a sect of office watchers who, like, just like how people, when Michael leaves, they're just like, yeah, I'm out. I don't need to watch anymore. I, I'm sure there were some people early on that was like, as soon as Jim and Pam's was sort of resolved, it was like, all right, I'm good on The Office. Like, it's mm. such a, an important part of the show. And, again, I it harkens back to where this all came from in the BBC office with Tim and Don. And the entirety of the BBC office, both seasons and the specials, I mean... It works its way all the way up to the very end of the last Christmas special. Is it's when they finally, finally the wall comes down between them. So that like there is no BBC office in which they are together. It ends when they get together. Um, and so U.S. office obviously goes way far past that. Um, lets us explore their relationship a lot deeper. But well, I think it's worth again, saying for those first.
2: Yeah, I think it's worth saying too that the BBC office only lasts as long as. The first few
1: seasons of the American show, right? It's like even less. Right. I mean, we're talking we're talking total fifteen episodes, maybe. Right. Including the specials. Um and so, I mean, that's the DNA of this show, and that's that's that is the engine of the show for the first three seasons completely. Uh, up through the job. I mean, you like we've said before, if you had to, you could end the office at the end of season three. Um, and it would probably feel great. It would feel satisfying, it would be everything you wanted um because it would literally end in that moment in the conference room of Pam pam asking what was the question actually no it would end with ryan <laughs> saying i'm breaking <laughs> up with kelly <laughs> you know there's a but, quote uh, from uh,
0: ricky gervais yeah. i believe where he talks about how he wouldn't have put jim and pam together until the very end
1: um yeah i believe it's in the end could Glein, you imagine
0: and, <laughs> and
1: <laughs> how frustrating it would be for nine, nine seasons, seasons. like oh my
0: god That's also, I mean, on one hand, that's a feature of American TV that shows will just continue to go until they can't go anymore for whether it's the cast members or, like, people watching in interest or the right, like, American shows will kind of go as long as they possibly can. Right, right. Whereas a lot of British TV has a little more of a concrete beginning, middle, and end. I think, too, that the early seasons of The Office, Jim and Pam provide this, I think it was Greg Daniels who talked about the flower growing in the parking lot that little bit of hope or beauty or joy that you find in like a very in the mundane, mundane yeah. boring, like kind of in the doldrums of your, um, of your day-to-day work life. And the early seasons, of the office it's so gray and pale and washed out. And in the first, like two, you know, early seasons before it becomes this full fledged ensemble comedy with very bright colors and all these mm-hmm. extra cast members and they go to Florida and, you know, Will Farrell makes his, his, his uh, guest run as, uh, as manager. There's, it's just a very different show in the early on. And Jim and Pam provide just that little glimpse of hope because Jim talks about um, how the, he doesn't want the job to be his career. And yes. um, Michael at the onset seems to there's, – there's like more existential threats, like the branch is going to get downsized. Michael has to fire someone in the Halloween episode. All of them – have this real uncertainty, even if you think about the healthcare episode, which as a younger person, you know, I was in high school when that episode came out, I didn't have any concept of a healthcare plan. But now, when right. you watch that now and you think about <laughs> your healthcare plan, <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, yeah, to think about what might be at stake. So, just like I'm going through open enrollment right now, <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're like they provide that little bit of hope and joy and connection for each other in those early seasons, even though. The will they won't they factor is still very much uh, yeah unresolved.
1: Yeah, I mean we've talked about how the creators of the show want the office to be, you know, the flower that grows up that grows through the crack in the sidewalk, um, and very much Jim and Pam are that flower for each other. They are the one thing that breaks up the mundane monotony of their life that makes it kind of worth worth living. Um, and I mean it's it's massively important. It's it's a hugely important relationship, not just. I think in the show, but in in the wider TV landscape, if mm. if I may digress us for a moment, I was looking up at the, uh, entertainment <laughs>
2: uh,
1: entertainment weeklies uh, made a comprehensive list of the 100 best TV romances of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in, in the list of 100, where do you think they ranked? I'd put, Jim and Pan? I'd put them at like five.
0: I've, I don't I, know I'm, who. I was going to guess. Let's say
1: three. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you guys. I thought for sure it would be top ten at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ranked them thirty third. Huh? Boo! Just ahead of Santana and Brittany from Glee, <laughs> and Doug and Carol in ER. Huh. There's a character named Santana in Glee? Yeah, <laughs> Carlos hey, Santana. Who's number? So okay, sorry. Okay, we will we will stay on this forever.
2: It. But who who's number one at least on this list? Well,
1: let me. Here's some other things that were. Here's okay. some other couples that were ranked ahead of Jim and Pam. Adora and Catra from She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. <laughs> okay.
0: I've never heard okay. of that show. <laughs> I, sure. Okay.
1: CT and DM from The Challenge, a reality show mm. on MTV. Okay. This is insane. Holton <laughs> Kevin from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Fair. Uh, <laughs> let's go. But even still, I, I mean, I love Brooklyn 9 Even I, then. But yeah, exactly. It doesn't make I know. a lot of sense. Mickey and to... Ian from Shameless. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put Will and Hannibal from the show Hannibal, which is not even a romantic relationship. <laughs> I, this um, is the most insane list. Uh, anyway, what, sorry to go to your question though. What's number one? <laughs> number one, <laughs> Sam and Diane. Number one from the show Lost, Son and Jin. Okay, this list is uh, bull crap. Throw that out. I will say it's a fantastic relationship on, on Lost. That's when I watched that way back. In yeah, the day. Sure. but. Mm-hmm. number one come on the only coach and tammy number two from friday night lights love that
0: to be totally honest with you i can't get over this idea of carlos santana and glee <laughs> 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 i've been thinking about I it just, the whole time
1: <laughs> i just that's
2: exactly what i've been imagining <laughs> and him and just some mm-hmm.
0: cute teenager <laughs>
1: I know, and it's like a lot of and a lot of the rest of the top ten. It's like Sam and Diane from Cheers, yeah. Chandler and Monica from Friends.
2: Like, okay, so and with Sam and Diane, that really is a will they, won't they for yeah, the, entire the, run, the entire run, the entire run of the show, right? Yes. Well, not
0: not all of Cheers. No. Oh, okay,
2: okay. I'm I'm sorry, I'm not I haven't. Seen, I but but much anyway. longer, they kept it going for much longer than Jim and Pam. Is that
1: right? No. Oh <laughs> uh, five. It was five, <laughs> five seasons. Yeah. Off and on for their relationship. Okay, but let's
2: guess. get into Let's get back to Jim and Pam. Um, no. And where their relationship starts in season one.
0: That's I still happened. want to talk about Carlos Santana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to season one. Let's go to season one. So, so give me your heart, make a reel, or just forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the pilot, so, season one. So, I.
1: Very comedically
0: humorous, John. <laughs>
2: We start the show John's done with us yeah we start the <laughs> show with Roy and Pam together and Jim is clearly uh, I mean we meet Jim and Pam and right away we as the audience know that they should be together and then boom we're introduced to Roy um and Jim reveals that he kind of had this same experience where he took uh, a girl out uh, to lunch and then had the best time and it was one of the best dates he's ever had and then learned that she was engaged and it's like mm-hmm. and I believe that's that might even be is that a deleted scene? I believe so, yes. Okay. Um So <clears throat> right off the bat we all don't like Roy, right? <laughs> that's like uh and we're rooting for Jim and Pam and things are like this for a while on the show.
0: Yeah, I mean Roy is an obstacle or a um that's the, I mean, that's the thing is that even though they have this will they won't they sort of or let's say this like they have clear chemistry they're great friends they right. make each other laugh all the time they help each other get through the day um, they really love each other's company if they it's very funny in the early seasons how much they make each other laugh in terms yeah. of like um, yeah. the the and I think that in a lot of the early seasons like there's a very consistent or um, a familiar pattern which is an episode takes the shape of like a very kind of depressing ending and it ends with one of them saying like it's a good day. Happens in, you know, Diversity Day, it happens in, in Diversity
2: Day, yeah. And it
0: happens in Michael's birthday when Pam and Jim go shopping and then Pam says, I don't know, it was a good day. Like they 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 provide that little bit of light for each other. And obviously we see a lot of moments where Roy goes after Jim at the end of the alliance
1: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah. and they have that moment where they play basketball against each other and they kind of go up against each other as well right and, um it's it's just part of the di- it's part of the drama and i mean it it makes it more difficult or impossible that they can get together because Pam is engaged and she doesn't yeah. she continues with it like on booze cruise uh when Roy proposes a new date and then says that the first engagement didn't really count um mm. like there are all these extra things that it goes back and forth it doesn't you know we as viewers see them coming together but even at the end of a of, uh, casino night when uh, pam you know they or they at first pam says i can't I you know I really appreciate your friendship. You have no idea
1: how much your friendship means to me. And then that's the cliffhanger going into season three. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think and that's that's the thing is that their chemistry is so crackling. You have to have an you have to have something a reason to keep them together because it it wouldn't make sense for them to not get together unless Roy was there. And then even when Roy's gone in season three, they have they put Jim in a different town. Like mm-hmm. they have to have some reason why they're not together, and they stretch it out as long as they can, which is these these first three seasons. The- um, but yeah. The show, like, as we said so many times, the
2: show in the in the early season, season one, two is so bleak. And these are the only two people in the in the show who have any like who can relate to each other, who have any chemistry. I mean, you are really rooting for these two just because they're the only ones who try to make something better of this crummy office job that they're working and they're making jokes and they're they're you know be like being creative with each other and so you really root for them in just that way too it's like sure you want jim and pam to wind up together but this friendship is i think you know as an audience member you're like if i was in this situation that's what i would want a friend you know and and i think that's what really draws you in right away. Cause if it was just this bleak office and, and Steve Carell running around and, and making jokes, it never would have uh, held on to, to, to people. It, it wouldn't have captured people's hearts.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it, I think it reflects, I, I, you know, it reflects a lot of people's experiences, which is like, look, you got to just like put up with a lot of stuff in life and get through it but the the things that make you get through it as a person it's it's usually a relationship and and it's really well um embodied here in their relationship and it's funny that like how effective it is even though in like first first episode of season 2 like the the tension is kind of cut cuz their first kiss is in the dundies mm-hmm. like the drunken kiss but it's incredible how little that actually matters like like as opposed to the casino kiss even though they're not drunk during that one it's like this, this Dundee's kiss is so like just kind of a an aside but it's such a big deal for Jim and he kind of the way John Krasinski plays it off is really good of like wow that's amazing what just happened but it's also not like it's not it's just this little thorn where it's like they kissed but they didn't really kiss and it just it just is a little breadcrumb for the audience right at the start of season two when they kind of you know when they sort of resurfaced the whole show uh, or or remodeled the whole show I should say um, and they put that in there as this little signpost of what's to come but it it still works even though it's like it's hard to do that how do how do you how do you allow them to kiss but have it not break the tension um, kind of kind of masterful storytelling there
0: I agree I think that narratively speaking there are so many great moments where they kind of miss each other in season two obviously they have all yeah. these moments where they joke around they you know i'm think. i mean I'm, i think of season one and season two kind of flowing together and when i'm thinking about this but when they make up diseases for the healthcare care plan or um when they like there's so many moments of them just having a good time and getting along um laughing about jim's yearbook picture pam finding out that there are all these great gifts for her in the teapot that Jim made. this very personal yes. gift. But at the same time, there are so many great moments where things go wrong. For example, yeah. uh, in the fight when Jim picks her up and it's super awkward. And the camera yep. catches Jim starting to write this email. And then he kind of deletes it. And there, there, there are just so many moments like that. Or um, when,
2: it, when Jim is laughing with Pam about the prank that they're pulling on Dwight. And Roy walks in and is like, hey, man. going on here yeah and Jim just like totally like you know because he's because he is in that moment getting like really physically close with Pam like he's kind of forgetting where he is a little bit and then Mm -hmm. he just snaps back to reality and it's such an uncomfortable moment where he's like and he's like I had it was like an alliance with Dwight and Dwight's like I know none of that
0: (laughs) (laughs) and and I mean they're, they're like and you think about um the the booze cruise and the secret and um, the jinx like there's so many different great moments like this the we jinx, could dwell yeah. on so many but
1: I was gonna say the soda jinx yeah is like,
0: exactly well
1: that's that's if as close as they push anything. it yeah they get right to the edge it's and then we're
0: like, oh, on booze yeah. cruise when they're just quiet out on the booze cruise for a moment you know like yeah there, there are all these moments and then when Jim has to kind of recant and say that the crush wasn't a big deal. In the kitchen, like that scene is so kind of heartbreaking, but in a in a way that again just feels like really really good like storytelling beats, Um, Mm -hmm. and I think Uh, this is why season two is one of my I think probably my one of my favorite seasons of the show.
2: They uh, they also eat a grilled cheese on the roof um, in in Mm -hmm. the client, (laughs) but that's that's
0: Uh, another great example where Jim says that some could say that we had our first date last night, right? And And he just yeah and he goes pant- a little yeah far. he
1: goes a little too far. Swing is dancing. A too far. Yeah, <laughs> but but it's so funny because then there's like inverse moments of that where I, I, there's sometimes when Jim goes like a little over, but then uh, there's such a good job of the way they use subtlety with with especially with Jenna Fisher with just her voice and her look to know how she really feels. I mean this starts in this starts in Hot Girl in season one. She just has a little. The camera just lingers on a moment when she's watching them interact mm-hmm. and then it happens uh it happens again in email surveillance uh they flip it when they were like oh turns out jim and kathy and jim and katie's relationship yeah, isn't katie. going so yep. well mm-hmm. Sorry, and katie yeah and uh and pam's like oh like darn like yeah she's yeah, clearly yeah. joyed at that uh-huh. but she's also has to act sad it's just like they just keep the current moving under like so well
2: i want i want them. i want to linger on this while we're still talking about seasons yeah. one and two because um uh there there are even more hints of this, right? When when Pam's mom comes into the office and, mm-hmm. and there's a whole moment with Roy and he's which dressed like Jim? he's like, yeah, yeah which yeah. one, where she goes, which one's Jim? And, and you get this oh. hint of like, <laughs> they've been, yeah, exactly. So, you know, there's, although you get these moments where Pam is like, hey, whoa, I'm with Roy. Like, you know, deep down she's, feeling this way too and and is probably yeah. probably even knows that she feels this
1: way it's not like a subconscious oh, yeah. thing that she doesn't recognize and then they pay it off in casino night when she calls her mom from the office right mm-hmm. and it's like it's like yeah I think I do too like you know what that conversation is yep and you know that that's been talked about before and <laughs> back to that first moment which one's Jim I mean, one of the best just off the rope moments for Roy coming in like well-dressed. He's like, should you get the tunes going in the yeah. car? Oldies? You know, you want some Oldies? And he does that little dance. Well,
0: that's, <laughs> so that's the thing. Is Jim, Jim kind of smiles to himself and stands up and is about to go walk over
1: there. And as he does, yeah. yes. Roy
0: comes in and then Jim like about face turns around and yeah. gets
1: out of there. Yeah. Um, so... Roy comes in dressed like Ted Lasso <laughs> with <laughs> sleeves over the sweater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 really funny yeah (laughs) um
2: uh, uh, there's also like the carpet when um jim gets kicked to the annex uh and doesn't get to interact with pam all day and kind of has this crummy day and it's again it's a it's it's kind of a cliffhanger for the the episode that right at the end he has seven voicemails from Pam and she's kind of been thinking about him and missing him all day. And, uh, and you know, it, this is, like, definitely, like, a, a really cute moment for their relationship, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are all sorts of moments like this. And these Jim and Pam moments, I think, become more and more scarce as the show goes on, Not oh, partly because they get together and partly because... There are more characters. There are more storylines. Michael falls in love. There are Dwight and Angela come together. Like, Andy is introduced. So, like, there are all these extra things that kind of take up some of that space. And granted, they're together, so there's a lot less tension, I guess, for those moments. But um, it is it is funny how, like, the first couple seasons are. On one hand, paced, so that they don't have to address it until the end of season two. But on the other hand, um, it's kind of, there's a lot of momentum, you know, like the... The boulders rolling down the hill, and at some point, we know we all know that it's going to happen. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess
2: uh, here's a question for you. If you remember, when you were watching the show for the first time,
1: mm-hmm.
2: how surprised were you that, that Jim spills the beans at the end of season two? Did you think it w- they were going to drag it on even
0: longer? Uh, I don't know. I mean, as a viewer, you don't know. It's a cliffhanger. You have to wait until the next season. At right, the time— right. We had to wait what over the summer until the beginning of yeah. season three for uh, for that to happen. So it was just a big cliffhanger. We didn't know.
1: Well, and well, it's it's it was also like it's a it was kind of a jab uppercut because you get the first conversation in the parking lot and then again in the office, mm-hmm. and I wasn't even expecting that second scene necessarily to happen um, up in the office. And then I mean, the way they end that with the kiss, you're like, yeah, of course they're gonna get together. Like that's what I thought. And then. Right away, it's season three. It's just like, Jim's gone. Um, and you're like, all right, here we go again. Yeah, And it was like, oh, we just got a taste. I just need a taste. <laughs> I, and, 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 I like... don't want... I just want to taste it. Oh, my god! I think yeah. One... I think... Oh,
0: yeah. oh Before... sorry. I... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> up. And then you'll be saved. Um, <laughs> the one scene that stood out to me a lot in preparing for this episode again was... Uh, the in Boys and Girls, when Pam is going to... I just want to mention this before we move past season two because yes. I think that's where we're yes. heading. But the where Pam is talking about that internship and going to art school and yeah. Jim says, I think you should do it without hesitation. Roy says no. And then it kind of ends with Jim saying, you got to take a chance on something. Sometime, Pam, you're not going to do it. And Pam has that thing where she talks about the house with the terrace and houses like that don't even exist in Scranton. She starts to cry. Like, I think it... It it just like is an interesting storytelling moment that leads to where knowing where Jim and Pam go and knowing that um, they eventually have all these things happen to them about the house and and uh, you bought me a house we'll talk about that too but like, just the uh, just that scene was was really impactful and I think it's like to yeah. watch that again and think about where they end up going is was just really I think really meaningful as far as the storytelling mm-hmm. aspect goes but we it, should keep moving yeah
1: yeah I was I was gonna say that that's also an interesting moment of the way that kind of makes Pam's ears burn a bit when Jim almost calls her out yeah like you gotta do something and she's like I'm happy with my choices and she's like very defensive yeah I think she knows like that she's been suppressing this thing totally um and you know I don't think that was necessarily Jim's place to do that in the way he did but uh it's just as a I don't know that was just such a I thought well thought out way to to present that relationship between them of like hey don't don't I don't wanna to I don't wanna know the truth. Like I don't wanna see the truth because I already know it and it's painful. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but they, they play it out so slowly. It's really well done. Um Well then Yeah, also so the, you... the Roy doing the blah 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 thing mm-hmm. is so like oh, yeah. makes him such a good villain of just mm-hmm. like I'm glad she has a friend here so she comes home from work and she's not all blah 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 blah. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, I like yeah, talking like, to her too. That's yeah. like talking to her too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, Ro- we
2: could certainly talk more about Roy being a Roy villain. Episode but a full deep dive on it I Roy. mean, certainly the Dundies, him leaving her there and getting all mad at her. I mean, we just there's yeah. so many
1: hints that that they don't belong together. But, but anyways, well, he she doesn't get mad at her at the Dundies. He's just like, I gotta go home, like, babe, you know, I gotta go home or something. That feels like Pam is like they have a fight. You in should the go home, lot, don't they? Yeah, I don't want to. Dundies. I don't yeah. want
0: to. Yeah, and if you ask me
1: that, oh, you would know they, that one. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Um yeah. so
2: anyways, but but
0: let, let's let's get into season I was thinking season... of
2: casino night. So. <laughs> That's all right. Let's get into season 3 when they flip the will they won't they. Now Jim and Pam are not even physically in the same place, but Pam and Roy are not together anymore, so there's still hope.
0: And at the same time, they're so far like they're 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 so far away. Um I love the way that the cliffhanger is kind of resumed with you know, they they kiss and then they say like, like "I've wanted to do that for a long." You have no idea how long I've wanted to do that. Me too. Yep. And mm-hmm. then that that real. The, Jim says, so "You're really going to marry him?" And she says, "Yes." And then their hands come apart. You know, mm. like that's like such a powerful little scene. And then just drop, um, drop away. And you just get bits and pieces of them while Jim is in Stanford. Like I love when they get on that phone call accidentally, and yes, Pam asks what time it is that. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. it felt far. Like that's the thing, is they feel yeah. so far away. Or, and then you, she the says bye
2: change? to Ryan and mm-hmm. and then he's like, Oh, uh, okay, bye. <laughs> like it's so yeah. uncomfortable. I, I think it's business conference when they um where Michael's with Jim and Dwight, or something like that, and he's like Pam says, a- "Yeah, thanks, thanks." Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, he's like Pam says, "Hi," like Jim and Dwight say hi, like, and it's just this, and it just zooms in on Jim, yeah, and it's just this way of the show telling us like it's not over, you know. Or think
0: about when he's like, "Dwight got a hooker," I got to tell. I gotta tell somebody, you know. Yeah. Like he doesn't That's have right. he, yeah. he doesn't yeah. have his
1: buddy anymore. They're, cl- they're clearly they're clearly both just still thinking about each other all the time. Mm-hmm. But they don't hit you over the head with it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's their well. Their first contact since he left is Michael just turning his phone around very casually. Say hi to everyone. You know? <laughs> like <that>. So well, <laughs> so here's and, oh oh sorry go ahead
0: oh th- thank you thank you <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> go ahead basically. Jim tries to move on cuz he's under you know he, he believes that Pam's going to marry Roy and he takes this uh transfer to Stanford and he's trying to move on but then the branch closing and the consolidation and Josh leaving um, Stanford getting downsized brings them back together it kind of pushes them back together along with the new with Andy and Karen and all the other um Stanford staff but it, it's really interesting the way that Jim doesn't, like, come back for Pam in that regard. Like, the the circumstances of his work and life push them together again. Just, right. like, in the mm-hmm. same way that they happen to work at the same place. Like, one branch gets downsized, and all of a sudden, you know. And yeah. they each ask about in, each other. In a
1: way, the most important person in the entire course of their relationship is Josh Porter.
0: <laughs> who, who,
1: <laughs> who creates a void that is filled and uh, yeah. brings them together. Well, Pam could have gotten transferred to
2: Stamford, which would have been interesting, too. But... Um, Before the downsizing, um, you know, Jim moves to Stanford, Pam and Roy break up. So here's a question, you know, what's going on with Jim? Why doesn't he like he gives up on Pam, right? I mean, that's what happens here. He knows that Pam and Roy aren't together anymore. Michael tells him Mm
1: -hmm. it. uh, at the business conference, <laughs> <laughs> but, but he, convention, but he whatever. That question. Um, he answers that question in the moment when when right. Michael's like, "Oh, you don't even know she's single," and he's like, "I know," but like, right. I kind of put it all on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. He was really hurt, and you know, for him, that's a, I
2: get you know at that point, it's a, it's a deal breaker, and he's and he's trying to move on. So I, I just wanted to, yeah, I I think it's. He he really tries to get away from Pam, which is interesting.
0: Um, and uh, you but yeah, love bringing
2: up that one time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is that the distance between them seems impossible. Yet we kind of know and hope as viewers that they're going to get back together. And so, then even yeah. when even when they come back together, or excuse me, when they the branches merge, Jim is dating Karen and Pam prepares its prank that. Uh Pam prepares a prank that she wants to play on Dwight and she hands yep. it over to Jim and Jim says, Oh, this is amazing. But now I can't really be doing this stuff anymore. He kind of shuts yeah. her down in that regard. So it's it's just nice to see the way they go back and forth still. You well, know?
2: Pam, I think at this moment, right? At this moment, Pam thinks that they might they're gonna wind up together. Or is like that's you know, she doesn't know about Karen. Like, when he comes in, he's like, oh, hello, my name's Jim. And she just, like, runs over and gives him a hug. And he's like, sorry, I was doing a bit. And she's like, I know, I don't care.
0: He sounded like Todd Packer. Hello, it's me, Jim. You know?
1: (laughs) That's what I thought of when you said that. You're looking for someone to bang your wife? Yeah,
0: yeah. What does the F stand for, Fudge? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Uh, it it progresses through season three (laughs) <laughs> there are a lot of moments with Jim and Pam and Karen. Um, yes, long talks about the relationship. Jim talking to Pam about, you know, the thank you for talking some sense into Halpert. I'm thinking of that moment in these conversations, and mm-hmm. obviously, it culminates in beach games.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The- this is a whole another mini arc within this arc. Is is like. This, this season three, when Michael, when, when uh, Jim is back, it's like this third act of their will they, won't they? Yeah, mm. I, I mean, I, and, and I do want, like, that moment, too, when
2: Karen's like, thanks for talking some sense into Jim. I mean, that's so interesting, because Pam is, Jim is definitely keeping Pam at arm's length, right, when he comes mm-hmm. back, and all she wants to do is just be close to him and have one-on-one time with him, and the only way she finds a, a way to do that, a way in, is to help him... In, in his relationship with Karen and, you know, which culminates in Karen saying, thank you for helping at, w- at which point she just goes and cries. And, mm. and we get that great moment between Pam and Dwight
0: who attacked you.
1: <laughs> <So> you're <PMSing sighs> pretty bad. <huh>? Warm in <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, anyways, uh, beach games, um, uh we can pam pam's embarrassing personal confession
1: <laughs> your favorite monologue <laughs> in the show
2: uh yeah, I famously on this podcast um said that you know i really i'm i don't love this moment this Pam speech moment. It feels like we are like sort of jumping forward um uh through this through their conflict. Right. And it seems like it's it, it, in a way I was kind of saying it that, you know, this feels like a cop out to just have someone like blurt out everything they're feeling in front of everyone. And but uh, I disagree.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, certainly, though, I mean, you know, I'll kill you. <laughs> thinking about that moment in the context of their relationship. I mean, yeah, I get it. Let, like, we got to get, we got to move on. But we, she has to do something to blow up. Um, I don't know, the status quo. What,
0: well, I think what happens in there are a lot of things that have to happen in this season. And one thing happens in, during Pam's art show when Gail and Oscar say that like real art takes courage. And Oscar says, This that, is
1: motel art. Yeah. Well, and Oscar <laughs> says it's not
0: Pam's strong suit. So, like, we see. Like, this is growth from Pam to be able to make this kind of declaration in front of everybody. And right. she feels really good afterwards. And then afterwards, you know, the next day, they make the joke in the break room. Pam, can I tell you something? I really miss your friendship. And then Stanley mm-hmm. says, I've never heard you talk that much. Mm-hmm. And so, so like, it's it's, it's a growth moment for, for Pam as well to be able to just kind of say what's on her mind. And actually speak. <laughs> <laughs> and don't call me Pammy. Um... <laughs> but oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Hold on. Uh, oh, my gosh. I don't know what that... <laughs> one one
1: second. Something's ringing in Edwin's apartment. Do we Just go into his front door. Sorry, that was very surprising. Um What were we talk what were we talking about? <laughs> So, right, so, I I actually, you know what, just had to go answer the door. Did you just get invited to a party? Is that what just happened?
0: There is a Halloween party happening in this <laughs> complex that I'm staying in, like nice. for the people who live here. And like, it's very nice that they're putting it on, but you know, we're, we had to do the recording. It's the evening here. Would you like to get a cocktail? <laughs> Maybe go out for a little dance. Um, and then- um, That
1: was so Stanley. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, um, what I was trying to get at, okay. Yes. Uh, Before I was so kindly (laughs) interrupted, (laughs) Um, was that Jim doesn't tell Karen about Pam, and that Karen finds out from Phyllis in the traveling salesman episode. Right. So like, there's other things that are brewing between Jim and Karen, and like, there's there's so much more than just um, that goes on through season three with Jim and Pam and Karen coming together, Um, or not coming together, but their, their relationship dynamic, their love triangle, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, but then we, then we move into the job and again, we're kind of taking big swings all over the course of the show, but, <laughs> um, in the job, Jim and Karen go up and they talk about who's going to interview for this job. Um, Karen would like to be considered in well, as she says in the beach games episode and, um, Karen point blank asked Jim, like if I, got this you know if you got this job would you move here with me there's one too many people in Scranton so like there's there everything is coming to a head again at the end of season three which is nice to have another dramatic conclusion then of course we get that really great talking head from Pam where she talks about I bet Jim got the job he's amazing everybody likes him Um, and she throws that yogurt lid in with his numbers that are she's had to prepare for him and Karen and then we get that amazing talking head at the end where um, Jim interrupts Pam and ask her, ask her if she's paid for dinner.
2: That's right, that's right. Um, and, and now that we've reached this moment, I wanna read an email that uh, was sent in to us from Anne Marie, um, who says, Hi, MSPC guys, uh, proud tot here, and happy to say that I've been listening since 2019. <laughs> uh, thanks, Anne Marie, that's awesome. Um, it's our first year. So here's the question. In Pam's talking head at the end of the job, she talks about how her and Jim never got the timing right. She says, I shot him down. Then he did the same to me. What exactly is she referring to? When do you think Pam would have felt like Jim shot her down? When she asked him to get coffee when he came back from Stanford and he said he couldn't? When she passively found out he was dating Karen? During beach games when she made her quote-unquote embarrassing personal confession uh <laughs> marie says i just don't feel like she ever actually put herself out there enough to even have the opportunity to get shot down by jim always wondered if that was just in the writing or if pam really thought she somehow got rejected would love to hear your thoughts
1: yeah i think it's a good question and i my my gut reaction was beach games even though she didn't explicitly say like Jim like you should be with me but I think in her head she rolled that up with everything we kind of just talked about like starting with that prank that she wanted to do on Dwight and kind of right. getting shut down that way like yes I I think it was less of a dramatic or less of a clear moment as Jim has had going the other way but I think she's like I've I've been trying this whole time since I came back and you've kept me at arm's length. Yeah. is kind of, I think for her, she just sort of sums that up as I was shut down. Um, And she's not wrong. I mean, that's kind of, that is sort of what happened in, in small ways. But again, it was more just like, instead of Roy in the way now, Karen was in the way. Um, But you're right. I don't think there was, I don't think there was one moment where it was like, Oh, Jim shut you down. It's it was more of a collection of little moments.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that's one where Pam asks Jim, "When do I get to hear everything? Do you want to grab a coffee after work?" And mm. you know, he 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 can't or he doesn't want to. And then um, mm-hmm. same sort of thing where he doesn't want to do the prank um, on Dwight. Like these things just kind of accumulate, and uh, I think that's probably what Pam is alluding
1: to more than one yeah. specific instance,
0: unless there's something that right. happened off camera in some sort of deleted moment or you know, you know what I mean,
1: um, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like Jim continuing to date Karen in Scranton is to Pam that is Jim shutting saying no because mm-hmm. to Pam it's like hey I'm single I'm coming back to Scranton what's up dog and he's like <laughs> nah I'm with Karen now <laughs> so she's like yep shut me off um yeah I I I kind of agree with you Anne Marie
2: like it doesn't feel like there was ever a shot down moment but but um. Maybe that's really all she's trying to say is just like there's there were there were these mini rejections that were kind of made it it very clear how Jim felt. Um, She's saying at
1: both at times we've both tried. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Right. um, but anyways, thank you very much, Anne-Marie. That brings mm. us to
1: season four, episode one. It's fun to, get these, four, in,
0: <laughs> it's fun to yeah. get these emails in the in the body of this main Pepper Thank you for sending that Took email. Took us almost 180 episodes. We're, we're getting better at this, guys. <laughs> uh,
2: that does bring us to Fun Run, finally. Um, season four,
0: episode one.
2: When uh, this is it. Jim and Pam are together now. Uh, and it feels good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> feels good <laughs> let's wrap it there that's I mean, it
0: I, you know what's <laughs> funny i actually remember this very clearly when we were in high school and we were all yeah. fans sean made a facebook note and like invited us to comment on it about like <laughs> let's talk about the office for like our the friends in high school who talked about we like we're, we knew we were fans of the office like that was the beginning the of this episode. podcast i guess yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> It was, what, 16 years ago? Something yeah. like that. Um, but, yeah, we, we get to see Kevin and Oscar. And I, I love the way they frame that with Kevin and Oscar, um, mm. where they where Oscar is very restrained, and he said they seem to be in very good spirits. And Kevin said, are you, <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me?
1: Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What a waste. Pam
0: Beasley and Jim. Uh, and then of course we find out that they're they are dating because the documentary crew films them (laughs) we get pam or pam driving she ducks down while jim gets in the car and then they confront them and pam you know says that we're dating so um that's the beginning of it that's the beginning of jim and pam together which is which lasts the rest of the show although there are a lot of things that happen along the way
1: um and uh poor toby falling on his sword (laughs) you know (laughs) toby was this your little way was this your little way of uh, congratulating us yeah Yeah. congratulating us oh boy yeah Yeah, this (laughs) (laughs) then he makes a little like yeah (laughs) <laughs> Tiniest little squeak out of that guy, yeah. but uh, but it is it's it's so funny because like their energy is so different mm. at the start of Fun Run, and you're just like, oh wow, these two had sex, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you <Wow>. can tell. <laughs> I think about it's palpable. Michael's quote: yeah. <laughs> "Oh, them having sex—what it looks like." Yeah, I think about it all the time. <laughs> I also have one of
0: them in the nude, but
1: that's just for me. <laughs> uh, but it—it's it, like it's like this switch is flipped, and I mean, and then kind of right away, then the will they won't they shifts to when it, when it, when's Jim's gonna propose?
0: Yeah, that's right? that's it's the like, thing is that like they these sort of milestones in their relationship and life together become. More and more plot threads as the seasons go on. Um, mm-hmm. And like they, Jim talks about in the in Money that he imagined <laughs> their first night away together would be very different.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: less manure, yeah. some manure, but just less. Yeah, not as much.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: uh, and that, but yeah. be, like that's that's one nice thing about this season is that I think it, it's where you kind of it starts to make room for those other characters and those other storylines as Jim and Pam are together. Not as much of the plot revolves around them, which is fine. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's just
1: like a different era in, in the show. Um, it's it's funny, too, like that, you know, in season four, you have to wait for all the other characters to catch up to where the audience is. Because for me, it's like the the heart soars with the eagle's nest. That's what I felt at the very end of season right, three. Right. In the in the break room scene is like, that's my heart soared in that moment with <laughs> the eagle's nest. But, you know, then throughout, you know, we have to wait and and hear everyone else uh, realize that in season discover. four. Discover. Yeah, the discovery. Uh, yeah, that moment
2: when Michael has that Jim is sitting in the chair and he's holding their
1: hands. <laughs> yes. Today is the day they become one. Actually, we've been dating for a couple months. I.
2: <laughs> oh gosh. Um,
0: I there is that great dynamic where Michael is either oblivious to Jim and Pam or. He doesn't expect it to go on very long. It's very funny, yeah. like the way they, they see that in. Because
1: um, even on That's the booze, the, there's cruise, st- there's some pessimism, like from the rest of the rest of the people in the office about them. Too, I right? love
0: that. There's there's uh, in well in booze cruise. Michael says, "Really, I never would have put the two of you together," which is so surprising <laughs> after everything that after everything that you see. would between them,
1: yeah. Um, everyone else, probably small gossips about yeah. them, right? In night, in night out, people talk about how like they kind of prefer Angela and Andy as a better couple. <laughs> yeah, they think we're a better couple, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Meredith is just well, never on board, probably because she's always she's always wanted a she's always wanted a little uh, little rodeo with Jim. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> or in the surplus, when Jim says, "Actually, I'm going to go with the copier," and then. That's one of your favorite drops, Alex. The ball's on you, man. Yeah, Good for you. Stand it yeah. up to Pam. Yeah. <laughs>
2: what
0: do you think about Meredith Shrink? get a divorce? They're, like, they're just—I I love, I love the dynamic of the rest of the office reacting to Jim and Pam. Or like, yeah. uh, when are you gonna uh, boom me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, where they they all laugh about. I don't know, man. Maybe we can just listen to some records, and they'll find that very funny. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's very funny to have that, that, uh, that dynamic played with how yeah. the rest of the, uh,
2: they don't see they,
1: them the way that we see them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. they're <laughs> just, they're not this like storybook people. Like, uh, they're just like, yeah. God, these guys are so annoying. The an,
2: thing wants attention, Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's, there's an amazing deleted scene from Branch, uh, not Branch Wars, from um. Um, it's in season eight. The episode is called, uh, turf war. There we go. There it is. Where, it's a deleted scene. Harry Janaron is talking about the, the people that work in his own office. And mm-hmm. like, there are all these comparisons to the screen. Oh Yeah. 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 Talks about the, who have this like, will. Oh my God, it's so annoying. Just get a room already. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, or, or the way that Robert California immediately diagnoses Aaron and Andy in season eight. Oh, oh, that's yeah. right. Really like her. <laughs> she likes you, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, it's kind of why like wouldn't Kevin you just... Weird... <laughs> Robert, uh, he says, why wouldn't you just... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: anyway, season four, I mean, it's kind of just the whole uh, all of season four just feels like a big payoff for everything that we've been through it's it we get to see jim and pam uh have funny flirtatious moments but they're finally together and there's no drama there and i think it works because to you know we are so invested with the rest of the ensemble we get uh season four brings um a lot of michael's romances to, uh with, or with like with jan for instance yes, uh, <laughs> totally.
1: to to fill that void uh, i guess but well uh, and it's like once jim and pam are together they're like hey let's now now that they're together let's put them in all these situations and see how they react and see what happens right. like, like dinner party is the perfect example of that
0: mm-hmm. um
1: you know or or even uh Money uh, I mean, and The Client, Goodbye Toby, all these different, yeah. Money, there's going all these other the ways like they yeah, drama. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and then it ends yeah. with another cliffhanger because we get the Goodbye does, Toby, sure we get the fake proposal um, where Andy jumps the gun and mm-hmm. steals Jim's moment. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm engaged. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> there's a couple, the
2: show takes a couple of moments to remind you that, like, they're not there yet. Like, you know, it's like there's a like there's there may still be a little will they won't they end up together. Um, you know, you get you get uh, Pam saying, oh, maybe I'll just move in with my boyfriend. And Jim's like, yeah, sure, that's fine. And she's like, mm, I'm not going to move in with anyone unless I'm engaged. And then, you know, and then we make it all the way through the end of the season. Oh, still I, not I haven't engaged. proposed to you yet. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's
1: funny how they treat that with such. It's not casual, but they, they get it out in the open. Mm-hmm. Like they, they cut that tension a bit because like they could have they could have done that scene you just talked about, Sean. Like, oh, I'm not going to until I'm, you know, until I have a fiance. Like Jim could have made a crack about Roy there or something and it could have right. not gone well. Right. Like, there's so many ways. But but the way it happens, like, oh, I haven't proposed to you yet. And then we get all the fake proposals, you know, we when he ties his shoe. Mm-hmm. If you uh,
0: propose to me yeah. in a Michael
1: meeting, I will say
0: no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but it's like, that that always felt like a little wink wink to the audience. It's like, look, I, I know what we did to you for, for three seasons. Um they're gonna get married. Like I feel like it's the show being like, they're gonna get married. Like mm-hmm. just be patient. Mm-hmm. We, we just need to string this out another season. <laughs> <laughs> One thing at a time. Yeah. But yeah, then we
0: move into season five, um, where we, we, we did have the pump fake of a proposal and then in weight loss. Um Pam goes to art school, that whole thing kicks off and we have Jim proposing in front of the gas station.
2: Yeah. 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 They they don't keep us waiting very long for this. Um uh we Oh you we... didn't say the weather was bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh my gosh. And what another great moment too. The tall guy got engaged.
1: <laughs> to be <laughs> yeah, married.
2: <that's>
1: like... <laughs> 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 Why... <laughs> Like, yeah, by that point, the office is like, yeah, what? I, they're done. Like, who cares? Still going, like, and then, and all together. the characters say,
0: that's still going on? Yeah. Still
2: going on. <laughs> uh, I just love when Michael tackles Jim. That is just <laughs> – mm-hmm. Pam's like, sorry.
0: <laughs> but it's funny. That's another great way of the show kind of creating tension within their relationship is that even though – she, she's, she's in New York and there's a lot of strain on their relationship I, Jim runs into Roy and he says I thought you were a friend and so like and Jim is gonna drive there and he turns off like there are all right. these moments that like there's still tension there's still drama in their relationship mm-hmm. even if they're together and we expect them to stay together um, there are right. all these things that kind of have to happen Pam comes back from I mean there's that great discussion in the office about Pam failing art school how does everyone mm-hmm. know and then Dwight says, "The building has two shadows. Are there two sons?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like everyone else knew. which is just like she's not a great artist, but <laughs> But anyway, you know, I, I, she is a great artist. I love that painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that goes to show. It's just like that's it's season five is a lot of reality checks for them, yeah, you know, like like season season four is kind of sunshine for them. You know, after they've built this up, but season five they get a lot of challenges thrown at them. Yeah, between art school, uh, between what we just talked about, uh, even going into the Michael Scott Paper Company and like where now they're not working in the same place, even though they kind of are. Um, Well, and of course, and then the biggest one I think is in stress relief. You know, where we get the issue going on with Pam's parents and how what Jim and Pam's involvement in that is uh, with with Pam parents splitting up and jim having the conversation with pam's dad that almost ruins their relationship it's uh
2: i think it's really important to yeah keeping the jim and pam storyline alive they do a good job in that once they find each other once they're finally together there's no question that they're going to stay together until season nine um (laughs) (laughs) uh you know what's next well they still need to Find themselves, you know, they still aren't totally, you know, they, they, they need to, they found love with each other, but they need to find love for themselves, right? Pam needs to, um, you know, believe in herself, and Jim needs, yeah. like, I mean, I guess that's kind of where Jim uh, creating athlete in season nine comes from, but I, I think that's how they can keep that that storyline yes alive and it it does work
1: back to the oh sorry good no
0: they have things that they have to there is arcs with each of them individually that exist within the show separate from their romantic relationship with each other yes so for jim a bit of that is wearing a tux in front of the new boss and feeling like he's going to make his career magically disappear Um, Mm -hmm. There's an element to that. And then for Pam, it's quitting the job that she's had to try to chase this new thing. And then suddenly, not really knowing where she was going to go, she applied for other jobs to try to make money. None of them even called back for an interview. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, one thing that we've talked about is that, like, Pam's journey in the show is often dotted with failure, which is really sad. And, like, she has to overcome a lot of these things with art school Mm -hmm. and with being a salesman. Mm
1: -hmm. And,
0: like, that's, like, a thing – where she's got to overcome i mean she has that moment with jim in the stairwell in season seven where she talks about that and for jim i think there are elements of you know obviously he has to go through the thing with charles but then also becoming co-manager and dealing with his professional ambition and th- it, there's just things that they have to deal with separate of each other and season five is one of the first yes. places where that starts to happen
1: it's it's in the in the flower in the sidewalk analogy it's like the two of them the first three, four seasons is like, all they want to do is pick that flower and like put it in their pocket. And like, they finally both do. And then they look around and they're going, well, we're still in the middle of a concrete parking lot. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. now the flower has gone. And now they each have to figure out who are we? Yeah. Mm. And like it, but it, it adds like, I mean, to the show's credit to the writers, like they really are able to add this other element and let them be their own people rather than just this couple that hasn't been together. And now they are. And now like, I mean, that's, and that's very reflective of real life. I mean, like relationships I've been in and, and, you know, with my wife now, it's like you spend all this time focused on a person wanting to be with them. Then you're with them. It's like, great. You did it. <laughs> you got married. Now what? It's like, all right, we got to like keep each other going. Um, so that's, I mean, this relationship is for all it's for as fairy tale of it is being on a TV show. It's pretty realistic in a lot of ways.
0: That's another thing that they they, 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 they I think the show does a good job in finding ways to challenge them um, mm-hmm. from their sort of first, like getting together through the, through the end of season nine. There are a lot of different ways in which they're challenged both per- personally and as a couple. Um, I mean, season five, we end with company picnic and Jim and Pam finding out that Pam is pregnant and that yeah. kind of carries into season six. Um, but And then, you know, we can can tip into season six, but they find other ways to challenge them. For example, when Michael is dating Pam's mom, like it's a very (laughs) funny way where it's like, it's not about Jim and Pam being together, but like, it's a very funny way to test them because... Right. <laughs> um, where, like, Michael tells Jim, and Jim says, like, take... break it off, don't ever tell Pam. Like, it's very funny the way that they have to take a different it.
2: way home, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and there's one moment when Pam is really upset, and she, like, Jim starts to say something, and she goes, Nope. And it's just like, shuts him down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it, Michael? Who is it? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, like, <The> way- <laughs> yeah. uh. Uh,
1: do you prefer just as an aside which is better that that who is it michael or oscars where dwight because <laughs> those are very similar <laughs> yeah to me. you know where
0: <laughs> i will go I'll, I'll take pam only because she runs out of the room and, no 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 yeah. versus oscar oscars just silently puts his hand to his I, I like, I like,
1: I like, yeah oscar yeah clutch almost like loses his breath and has to like <laughs> seems weird, white yeah seems you already know <laughs> so we we get we get through company picnic Mm -hmm. right now now the next layer of the jim and pam onion is the baby right pregnancy pregnancy. wedding and and of course their wedding happening (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah i don't know i
2: i moving into these storylines too it's just like you know we talk at the beginning, about how Ricky Gervais thought maybe this will they won't they drama would continue for the
1: entire Rick series. Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. Let's never, and Stephen never Merchant. leave out Stephen Merchant. <laughs> well,
0: I, Ricky Gervais is the one who made the quote. I don't know that Stephen Merchant, I don't know that I know what Stephen Merchant thinks about
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I'm just riding for my guy. Yeah. All. I love
0: Stephen Merchant. You guys are like, hello, ladies. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, oh yeah. boy. That's, so That's yeah. a yeah. cringe worthy show. Uh, such a good watch, though. Um, no, uh, I think that we do get, I I think that the show does a great job in that. Like if we, if we will, they won't they'd all the way until the end, then it would just be, and then they lived happily ever after. Right. I, I, it's, it's really like nice and refreshing that it's like they get together so early in the show. And then it's like, there's plenty more hurdles. There's plenty more for them to deal with kids, marriage, you know, Their careers and dreams syncing up perfectly. the baby and the baby (laughs) carriage.
0: We've been talking. I mean, about all of these things are so long, and we've been going. We're at season six. Mm -hmm. You know, after Mm -hmm. all this discussion time, like I think that says a lot about um, the depth of story that is around Jim and Pam. You know,
1: and it says a lot about us. Just (laughs) how much we talk. Yeah.
2: But uh, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, you know, we get to the niagara finally um uh and and it is i think fun to watch jim and pam work as a team against everyone else trying to ruin this (laughs) wedding (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and um and i think again i mean really what this episode serves is again it's kind of this like heartwarming celebration of of uh of these two finally winding up together. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's a bit mushy for me, but <laughs> you love, you love it. You love it. <laughs> but, 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 certainly like super cute moments. The, the, the imaginary camera that they take pictures with um, Jim cutting his tie. Uh, I like things like that. I love, I love Pam saying this was supposed to be our special day.
1: Why did we invite all these people? <laughs> um I Sean did a very similar thing for his wedding and he, he only invited a handful of people that's can't, right can't. <laughs> you got pandoed in that one <laughs> sorry bud I it's I also, funny that Jim has both of these moments Jim both both <laughs> after the wedding but also after that joke Pam makes about being engaged it's like jim always has these master plans because like when that first time when we talked about earlier at reception when when uh pam says oh i'm only gonna live with someone i'm engaged to and you know c- cuts to jim and talking head being like i bought this the week we started dating and it's it's the wedding <laughs> right like, oh he knew all along happens mm-hmm. again at the end of the wedding when he's like i bought the boat tickets as a backup the day i saw the video <laughs> like, dude, jim, <laughs> plan- jim really this of a much of a mastermind plan
0: c was the boat plan b was the church and plan a was marrying her a long time ago yeah
1: Mm-hmm. We yeah. also
0: have Jim's speech where he talks about how he can drive a stick and knows how to make a photocopy. Um, yeah. Before he spills the beans to me, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. We also get, like, some other very funny Jim and Pam moments here because, I like, I love when Andy tears his scrotum and Pam is the one who takes him to the hospital and she calls Jim and he's like, I would love to help, but I'm
2: totally wasted. And he's no, going let's out talk for a long, Jim. long time.
0: <laughs> 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 and then, like, when it turns midnight, Michael and Dwight, are you married? <laughs> yeah.
2: That's not how it works. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Michael, I found twins. They're magnificent. <laughs> Doesn't have anything to do with Jim and Pam, but I, <laughs> I, I love it. Love it. It's a great moment. Yeah, they're
1: magnificent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Dwight's Dwight's general just admiration of, of uh, extremes of humanity is <laughs> yeah. so funny. Always, maybe extremes of the human physique. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our land. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean.
2: In season seven what, and, and eight even, uh, really what what is there besides just kind of they're, they're new to parenthood? We, we have Jim buying Pam the house. yeah, um, uh... We also
0: have the delivery <laughs> yes um,
2: yeah.
0: you know, which is like a great episode, and we have that tension where Pam doesn't want to leave the office, and she kind of has to get coached out by Michael and Jim and Kevin. Um, Jim gets a little frazzled. Um, we know how rarely he uses that word (laughs) somebody's a little frazzled
1: Um, but another
0: great moment kind of in their in their relationship (laughs) she can
1: get a little shrill (laughs) honey honey (laughs) (laughs) the way Jim just walks away (laughs) and Michael just can you get bonbons yeah Yeah. Michael's just like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, uh yeah.
0: I deserve that. I, I love when Michael parks and he's says, it's okay, it's under Mifflin, Sir, you can't park here and he throws the keys away. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just did. Yeah, I just Yeah. <laughs> um but we see them struggle that night with the with the baby yeah. and um with C you know, breastfeeding and things like that. And uh it's just like we get these series of moments in them, not just as a couple but as a family as well. And it kind of leads into season seven where they've got Where they're still raising CC, that comes up in viewing party. It comes up in Andy's play. Um, They've got like (laughs) it's just a different chapter in their lives. It comes up in christening, of course, when the Halberds
2: invite all these people to their (laughs) wedding, or the christening, I should say. Um, yeah, I uh, and and then you, uh, it's uh, the christening is another great one because it's almost like Niagara Part Two. Uh, Mm -hmm. Jim and Pam together against, uh, you know. Yep.
1: An entire event. This <laughs> full is, this of is happening. Yeah. This is happening right now.
0: I think that was Sconesy Cider. <laughs> yeah. Look at these scones, Jim. Thousands of them.
1: <laughs> Stop that tiny blonde woman. She stole my baby. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, Edwin, you mentioned Andy's play, too. I just want to, I just love the moment where they're both. Uh, it's not it's not them necessarily dealing with each other but more like parenting with when Aaron shows up and when they're both talking to Aaron at the same time they're just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. all you got to do for like play 30 minutes and put her to bed and Pam's yeah. like what possible explanation do you have also baby shouldn't have ice cream by you're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we just going to stop by and get some ice cream and then go home
0: <laughs> and then they
1: said we can never leave the house not together <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then that's a great moment too with the we get that little champagne, that orange juice, rah 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 rah. <laughs> like oh. they have these moments together, um, and it, it's just very fun to watch them navigate that together. Like in viewing party, when Dwight takes care of Cece, and Jim has to feed him pizza and beer. Um, mm-hmm. Like, th- like their relationship just takes different <laughs> shapes and different forms, um, and, but it's still gentle. Now, the beer yeah I yeah <laughs> it's it, yeah I, I it's it's fun to watch them kind of take this in season seven, and then at the same time, we see Pam have more agency as the office administrator, she's a more active role kind of in the office um and you know all that leads to Michael you know getting engaged in that part of the show exit like his exit from the show um it just it like they they Jim and Pam are a constant in a way, um yes as the show changes around them with whether it's downsizing or the branches merging or saber coming in um or um michael leaving and d'angelo coming in like there are all these different things and jim and pam are kind of this one steady element that kind of keeps the, the that kind of focuses the show we talk a lot on this show about how dwight's commitment and his and how much he loves dunder mifflin also acts as kind of a grounding element for the show but jim and pam being there as well i think also provides that
1: yeah and you know getting into Eventually we get into season eight um, and there's, you know, they, they kind of replay some of the hits a little bit uh, of issues yeah, with yeah. their, you know, cause like they have the second baby, right. And Jenna Fisher is pregnant in real life. So they, they kind of wrote that into the story. Um, but then you, you know, you get, that's when you get Kathy coming in and you and I want some fries with that shake and this whole, you know, Pam trying to get Jim to admit that he's tempted, um, <laughs> you know, and, and the whole time we're like, I I know, no, Jim's not going to, they're, they're not going to show Jim having an affair in Tallahassee with this woman. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I know. Yeah.
2: This, it, it's a little bit of a weak attempt at like creating some drama for Jim and Pam because, but uh, although we do see her explicitly tell her friend on the phone that, you know, she's going to try and sleep with Jim. That could, yes. you know, that could potentially yes. then, you know, we're like, oh, if Pam finds out, gets the wrong idea, you never, you know, you never really know. But it doesn't really, I mean.
1: And I think it's more of a, I think it's actually more of a story. It's it's more focused on Pam, really, of like mm-hmm. her, you know, being pregnant, maybe struggling with her body image and being pregnant and, and like then having this, this girl in the office that reminds her of who she was, you know, mm-hmm. and sort of this. You know, that and another part of just growing older in these relationships is like, you know, when you fall in love with each other when you're that, if you're, you know, you're young and you look like that. And I think that's, she's hearkening back to that a bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's what the I show oh, yeah. wants to wrestle with those, those moments, those like real life feelings that you have. And, you know, uh, Jim navigates it as well as he can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything's okay. But like the point is not, at this point, the show's not dealing with will they, won't they. You know, the show is dealing with how are they going to do this? How do they make this relationship continue to work?
0: I think, too, it's worth mentioning that originally Jim was supposed to cheat with Kathy. That was like a way that the writers Mm. wanted to push the show. And and John Mm. Krasinski refused to do it. Like he didn't think it was consistent with the character. Um, Right. And I think I think that was a good choice. You know, Um, it would have been more dramatic, but I'm really glad that it didn't happen for the sake of the overall story and the overall show. Um, I. I, Yeah. Sorry. Oh, the only other thing that I was going to say, and I, I apologize if you were going to keep on this topic. But in preparing for this and thinking about Pam in season eight, obviously Jenna Fisher was pregnant. and But I, I wish for the sake of Pam that she had more to do in this season than be pregnant. You know what I mean? Be like pregnant, she had Pam. so much agency in, in coming out of the Michael Scott Paper Company arc and being a salesman mm. and being office administrator – and I get that maybe there aren't as many fit ways to explore that again, but I just and, – and obviously you have these actual circumstances um, that drive that as well. But I just wish in Season 8 there was – I wish there was just more of Pam in Season 8.
1: Yeah. yeah, very fair. Well, I'm sorry, I missed the meeting where we all voted for you to get pregnant. <laughs> I reserve the right to peel my hard-boiled eggs at my desk. <laughs> what a funny right to reserve! <laughs> I know, I know. That's one of my wife's favorite moments on the show. Is that the, the mass vomit? <laughs> really? She was dying of oh laughter when she watched that. That's so funny. <laughs> Sometimes my, my wife—it's—it's it's a little bit like. Jim tried to figure out what makes Stanley laugh really hard. Yeah, like I'm sometimes very surprised when I'm like, really that one? Okay, it's, it's a fun, uh, it's a fun game I get to play my whole life with my wife. Just really, really dialing in those things that are going to make her laugh really hard. That's, you should that's...
0: try meatballing Sean and see if that makes her laugh.
1: Oh, that might work. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Finally, we get to to season nine. This is, I guess, the most drama that is Jim and Pam experience um, since. Uh, season three um, where you know we get a really uh, a very real conflict I guess you know which is that Jim has a, a career dream all of a sudden and it involves moving to a different place where Pam has already totally you know settled you know mentally she just is like this is it this is our life I'm totally happy with this I like like you said she's experienced a lot of failure and and she is probably at a point in her life where she's like, I don't want. I'm I'm done wanting for other things. I'm very content with, with this. Um,
0: Even within that, though, she still like gets into doing her murals, um, and she yeah. finds which, like a Which new,
2: Nelly? Yeah. I mean, you know, but Nelly kind of hands her that one.
0: Yeah, right? but she, that's not. I, she doesn't want for she... Angela first. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's like right. there's like a, there's it, it grows. You know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at the beginning of season nine, you
1: poor, simple boy,
0: <laughs> we have the talking head where Jim and Pam talk about this idea that Jim's friend is going to use. And he Jim says, watch this guy make a billion dollars off my idea. And then you have that moment where, well, one, you have Jim saying, calling his friend and saying, Hey, I'm all in. And they go, "Whoo!" like in the back. And then, yeah. The it, that moment with the camera crew where they take off their mic packs and the, Pam says, don't you guys have enough by now? And they say, we're just waiting to see what happens with you guys. And Pam says, I don't know, between our jobs in here and having two kids, I don't know if anything interesting is going to happen to us now. And right. like thus kicks off everything that happens in season nine between Jim and Pam.
2: Right. That's that's the showrunners giving us a little wink and a nudge to say, get ready for some- <laughs> 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 um you get thought, ready for you us. Sports marketing firm okay. to ruin this show <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean and, and uh you know so okay you get you get jim kind of being um dishonest with pam kind of going behind her back obvious you know these are these are real issues like you know they it's one thing for them to be like cute together um but they need to to work together as a team, and Jim is is always been someone who's not very good at <laughs> explaining himself or his feelings, and yeah. mm-hmm. um, and so obviously this leads to a, lo- a lot of trouble with them. I mean, I think you know we'll talk about Brian, the sound guy, and stuff, but really, I think one of the hardest the, the, when when Jim is in Philly and Pam messes up recording CeCe's dance and he gets super mad. I love Philly. Dirty town. <laughs> uh, that was a moment where I was like, okay, I think this is like, the way that they set this up feels realistic. The, the And, you know, it just like, eventually these two are going to have fights and it's hard to watch them have a real fight.
0: Okay. Yeah. This kind of taps into it like maybe a new train of thought for me here on this season and this dynamic. But I think m- maybe one of the reasons that I, in the past on this particular show have not like been happy with what happens at season nine, it might be because and, and preparing for this episode, trying to watch through all those moments. I mean, a lot of that just has to do with how tense it feels and how they don't really resolve their tension and don't have a yeah. classic Jim and Pam moment in between. Like, And and I think that maybe that's an actually an effective thing because you try to draw more realistic conflicts and fights that don't have happy endings at the end of every episode. And maybe, maybe that, that bad taste comes from the fact that um, we don't get to the resolution that we as viewers always want. You know, I think I, appre- I will mm-hmm. say I appreciate the way that it's written a lot more now, maybe than I would have even a couple of mm-hmm. weeks ago. Um, like, I think, you know, obviously they do things like, you know, Jim holds back on telling Pam in Roy's wedding. They have this whole thing where Pam is like, just tell me something that I don't know about you yet. And then in the next episode, Jim finally tells her and she's like, I can't believe he didn't tell me, you know, like it mm-hmm. leads to all these things and all these, and then by the end, they're really, really at each other. Like they are still conflicted. They don't want the same thing. And it comes to a head, like again and again and again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. Like I certainly, when we step back and look at, like their storyline in this context beginning to end it has to go somewhere where is it going you know i understand what the writers you know had to kind of do in season 9 uh but you know i, I you know part of me at the same time i guess i guess in the end i don't like things to be too hard as the viewer to watch uh or i mean
1: i don't know it's. It, it is t- now, you, now you don't like it too bleak. Well, well, <laughs> I I always enjoy
2: it to snip, be very snap, bleak snip, with a little with a little bit of hope. <laughs> what I think is missing sometimes, <laughs> what I think is missing sometimes from season nine is that they kind of maybe remove remove that little bit of hope at the end of the episodes. In fact, the cliffhanger is more. Maybe they aren't perfect together. And it's like, ooh, yikes.
0: <laughs> but don't you think, I mean, but th- that, I mean that's probably the challenge of trying to come up with this kind of a story um, or this kind of a conflict or this kind of dynamic to have to sort through for an entire season of TV. You got eight seasons. Yeah, of Yeah, they're mixing up the Jim formula in, like, you now. Gotta, yeah, you really got to play against it. But I do agree. Sometimes it feels like an overcorrection, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of season nine. It keeps hitting the same. Yeah. Especially in the second half. It kind of keeps, every time it's like, hey i care about you more than anything and it's like really and then something happens and it's like i realize that t- that is the most important thing that happens like three or four times throughout mm-hmm. yeah season, yeah right? i agree with between the two of them like yeah. with in 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 the paper airplane when like you know jim runs after with the umbrella and they hug mm-hmm. and pam's like doesn't hug him back first and then it's like oh and then it happens again with like uh, in in ARM with the the video that the documentary crew makes. Oh right, so the it's DVD, like, it just yeah. sort of keeps kind of like happening, and that's sort of the that's why season nine just kind of has like, all right, we've run out of notes, and we're gonna just kind of play this out. Yeah, um, it just that's why it, to me at least it feels that way. Yeah,
0: so that's like a, that's a fair take. I, I think
2: like the other thing for me is like I I see them trying to. You know do something different to keep us engaged with this relationship but like at the end of the day it's like man it's American primetime television like this is there's no doubt in my mind that this ends with them being together working it out every everything ends happily maybe if it was a show on the BBC there would have been some question (laughs) Uh, you know, yeah. uh, If it would
1: if it would end that way, um, I mean the second I mean, well, season, like it ends like in the BBC, it actually ends with like their version of Pam and Roy, like leaving the country together. That's and you're just like, that's it, it's over, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. And then and then only in the Christmas special does it does it change.
0: I mean, e- uh, even if you throw out the American primetime element of it, and you put it like, I mean, and granted, this was in uh, uh you have to look at the time as well you know, Mm -hmm. like what, 2013, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like this, you kind of still need a happy ending. Like, I don't think even if you're on like a different network or where, you know, like, could you really do a nine nine series, nine season show like this and not put them together at the end, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, (sighs) I mean, you, you can, it would be crazy. To to do that, I feel like I mean, as as a like a as a television producer, like they, I don't think they would ever do that. But yeah, well, like,
0: I mean, it's not it's not curb your enthusiasm. You know what I mean? Right. Like there, it's not or it's not right, like but, it's always sunny. But, like there's yeah.
2: Just to be devil's advocate for for a second here, like I mean, you you could be like, well, hey, people do have romantic, like you know, origin stories for their relationship that ends in divorce and they move on and find other people and, you know, life moves on and and you know, is not predictable. Um so there there could have been an angle where it's like they just moved apart and they like had a good relationship and you know, now they're not together anymore. It would be sad, obviously. There's no way around that. But, you know,
0: I, I don't know. Just I don't think I mean, I agree that you could create a narrative that way within the context of, like, this is a show about everyday life and it's supposed to be a documentary. I don't right. think you could do that after the eight seasons of The Office that we had. No, you, you know? can't. And I think there actually was, uh, like, a plan to have them sort of break up and then get to get back together again in the finale okay. or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, there, I was, yeah. um, there are different ways that it could have been played.
1: But I think you do have to... You kind of need a happy ending in this. Yeah, of course setting, you, you know? do. Of course you do. Yeah. I, I thought about... I thought about something prepping for this episode I hadn't really considered before, which was like as a framing device for the entire show, almost uh, like, like as like in storytelling, in narrative storytelling, when you're structuring a script or you're, or you're making something like, especially in journalism, you want to answer the question. So what, right? Like, okay, why are we, why are we making this? What's the point of this? And like the, so what of this show, why is this documentary crew? making this thing you know what's what's the appetite for this pbs 10 part documentary right like as corny and cheesy as the part in aarm is when the documentary crew cuts together the thing specifically for pam or jim has it made specifically for pam she watches it sees it all at once everything kind of comes flooding out and that leads to her putting their house on the market moving to austin right and kind of like Mm -hmm. turning the page and really taking their lives on it's sort of like if you if you want to look at it that way the entire point of this whole show is so that jim can make that video for pam and close the book on this will they won't they even from the beginning of the show Mm. that the existence of the documentary allows their relationship to become this storybook happy ending that we never really get through all the nine seasons because they keep introducing new things mm-hmm. and only at this very end it's like here's why this documentary exists actually within the world of the story not within the world of us as viewers um it's one way to look at it of like why why do, why is the show here and the whole point is for jim and pam
0: i like yeah. that i think that's a really great way to frame it and to read it i think yeah do you still do you still find those moments like i've, I've found already watching it maybe maybe um not every single moment but like I found new appreciation, I think, for the moment where they, like, would Jim Pam hugs Pam in the parking lot, and then it cuts to that scene from the wedding. Like, I, I actually appreciate that a lot mm. more, um, yeah, because that yeah. felt like a like a real inflection point, like where hmm. maybe it could have gone the other way, you know. Um, yeah, do you do you read? I mean, you mentioned that you thought the the whole teapot letter scene was corny and cheesy. That's how you guys feel. Or do you find it that way? The teapot letter scene, yeah. With the cut, I mean, like you talked about it being this powerful res, this resolution moment. I, I think, like, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I, oh, I mean, yeah. Just because, because it's like end of it's like every end of a show feels that feels a little mm-hmm. bit that way. Yeah, like it's, right. yeah. it, I, I I'm not saying it's bad. Like I I don't mind the cheese sometimes. Mm-hmm. I love cheese. Yeah, uh, and sometimes you just have to be that way. And but it works and it was effective. But mm-hmm. I guess I was saying that like before, I kind of only saw it as like, okay, like here's. Yada, yada, here's here's the happy music at the end of the show. We'll just get through these last couple episodes. But rethinking of it is like, no, there's actually a specific point why they made this little video for Pam. And it's like this this makes the entire show make sense as to why this existed in the world of the show. That's Mm
0: -hmm. a great take. I like Mm -hmm. that a lot. Yeah. And do you think that the cheese is reacted with the air to form like a slight rind, <laughs> a nice light rind? Yeah. And, and if, and you if make... I may be so yeah. bold.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I think, I think it's exactly right. That the cheese is reacted with the air to make a slight rind, and that solves the whole show. <laughs> I th-
2: yeah. I think like, you know, uh, I, I've, I, I probably do like when I first saw that moment, maybe I rolled my eyes at it. Um, you threw your TV with, out with the, the video, video and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Sean didn't watch TV for two years. So, so hurt. I, I think Edwin, like, like you were saying that just that moment where they hug in the parking lot, it's almost like that's enough, right? Mm -hmm. You don't need like the whole firework show of the DVD and, you know, everything, the, the letter coming back and all that. It's kind of just even that moment of the hug is, um, is, uh, feels like old school office where they just give you that don't worry there's a little bit of hope everything's going to be okay like um but
0: but hey man hey if we've learned anything from crime aid we know that a hug is enough
1: (laughs) am i wrong one thousand yeah 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 but make sure there's not a candy bar in your pocket Mm -hmm. yeah Either the hug or
0: a weekend at David Wallace's place in Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> one thousand <000. laughs> There it is. Um but yeah, I, I think I'll bid on a hug. <laughs> I think one thing that I that I took from preparing for this episode and talking with you guys even right now is there's maybe a new appreciation for uh Jim and Pam in season nine.
2: Yeah. I, I mean look, look uh, I feel like we haven't even mentioned it that you know I think that Greg Daniels I think it was Greg Daniels who who went to Ricky and and Steven and said that you know I want to remake this show the office I want to uh, make an American version and I think that the heart of the show is the romance between Jim and Pam and that was kind of the thing that they all agreed was like yes this oh, is yes. This is what this show is about, you know, and that's maybe why, you know, the BBC version wasn't like so explosively popular as, as explosively popular as the American version.
0: It's less commercial, right? Yeah, and I think yeah, I but, think that's a good point that Greg Daniels approached them and kind of pitched them this way. Um,
2: but but yeah, I mean that Jim and Pam, this is like this is what at least the showrunners the creators in the beginning were like this is what the show is, is actually out? about you know um and so it was it's a huge it's a huge topic to uh to tackle we spent a lot of time on this one today
1: mm-hmm. it's too big a pill to swallow <laughs> <laughs>
2: um <laughs>
1: Very good. I think we did it. Did we do it? I think we might've done it. I think we did it. Yeah. I I mean, I guess I'll just say like, no, Frank did it. Did it. <laughs> I, I guess I'll just,
2: I'll, I'll say that I think Jim and Pam should have been number one on that office, uh, the on that television romances list. I, mm-hmm. I really can't think of yes. uh, a That's story. Entertainment weekly's list. Yeah. There's other lists that happen. Like <laughs> but like, I I I struggle to think of a of a more romantic storyline or a more epic romantic storyline. You know, we there's so many twists and turns and ups and downs uh, for Jim and Pam.
0: Yeah, you think relationships like that grow on trees? Show me that farm.
2: <laughs> Show me that farm. Show me that farm. Uh, yeah, boy, I agree. That's a drop I, mean, I haven't played yeah. in a while. Show me that farm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, there yeah, you uh, have it. Yeah. yeah. Jim and Pam, if well, you, if you have, you have it. <laughs> if you have uh, moments uh, from Jim and Pam's uh, relationship throughout the show that that we missed, uh, or you have your own hot takes, uh, send them to us. Uh, would love to revisit um, this this topic in some upcoming conference rooms. So uh, email us ms company at gmail.com, uh, or leave us a voicemail five zero three six nine four nine three one four, or on Facebook and Instagram. We've got our website, Michael michaelscottpod.com and we're on patreon patreon.com slash michaelscott Uh, you can become a scott's tot for five bucks a month you get ad free main feed episodes you get bonus mailbag episodes every month Um, uh, thank you so much to everyone who supports us uh, through patreon oh we also make a a donation to the third good Marshall college fund Um, so thank you to our scott's tots Uh, thank you to ryan lloyd uh, who designs all of our artwork um, I'm going to throw out a special shout out at the end here because I was digging through our emails shout out, Thank you to Alicia who, uh, when I was in Charlotte, uh, offered to pay for me to go to a, a cat coffee shop where you can go and <laughs> pet cats. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, I, uh, Alicia, I was so busy at the time. I'm not sure I would have been able to find time, but that is so sweet. Thank you very much. That, that meant a lot to see that message. Um, This episode was recorded over video chat.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. For hanging out with us, um, for listening to uh, like spending time with us while we deep dive all the way through Jim and Pam's relationship. Um, The fact that we get to keep doing this show is uh, is just amazing. That we get to get together talk about this show, even uh, from halfway around the world. To make it happen because uh, we love putting the show out and interacting with all of you. So, thank you for everything. Um, we truly appreciate it. Take care. Stay safe. See you next week. Pippity poppy, give me this yes, off. Yes, sir, sir. sir.